Good morning. It's Friday, November 25th, 2011, and Audible presents the New York Times Audio Digest. Here is what's making news on the front page today. African force makes strides in Somalia. Egypt's military plans for a vote despite protests, and AT&T deal with T-Mobile faces setbacks. In today's national headlines, support builds for changes to rein in Medicare. And Gabby Gifford serves a Thanksgiving meal. In today's financial news, in Euro debt crisis, a windfall for Germany. India moves to open the country to foreign retailers. And for the biggest discounts, wait until later in the year. There will be more business stories, more national and world news, too. A roundup from the sports page and New York Times columnist David Brooks. Now, from the editors of the New York Times, here are the stories on today's front page. The top story is written from Nairobi, Kenya. It's titled, African Forest Makes Strides in Somalia. When the first batch of African Union peacekeepers landed at Mogadishu's decrepit airport in 2007, they were immediately shelled by insurgents with mortars and given little chance of success. This was Somalia, after all, the graveyard of several other doomed interventions, and the African Union soldiers were a last resort for a deeply troubled mission. But four years later, and nearly 10,000 soldiers strong, the African Union force in Somalia has hardened into a war-fighting machine, and it seems to be winning the war. Analysts say the African Union has done a better job of pacifying Mogadishu, Somalia's capital, in a hornet's nest of Islamist militants, clan warlords, factional armies, and countless freelance gunmen than any other outside force, including 25,000 American troops in the 1990s. The peacekeepers have performed better than anyone would have dreamed, said J. Peter Pham, director of the Africa Program at the Atlantic Council, a Washington research institution. Their surprising success has put the African Union in the driver's seat of an intensifying effort to wipe out Somalia's Shabab militants once and for all. Kenya, Ethiopia, the United States, France, Djibouti, and Burundi and Uganda have all jumped into some degree against the Shabab, the brutal and wily insurgent group that's considered both a regional menace and an international threat, with possible sleeper cells in the U.S. and Europe. The Shabab have been terrorizing Somalia for years, imposing a harsh form of Islam, chopping off heads and unleashing suicide bombers, including Somali-Americans. But the African Union has dealt the Shabab a crippling blow in Mogadishu, which is what may have encouraged Kenyan and Ethiopian forces to recently invade separate parts of Somalia in an unusual regional effort to spread the Shabab thin on several fronts and eliminate them. But the Shabab are hardly giving up. Young messianic insurgents are viciously resisting the African Union troops, sometimes fighting hand-to-hand -hand with both sides suffering heavy losses. African Union officials who have been reluctant to disclose casualties revealed that more than 500 soldiers had been killed in Somalia, making this peacekeeping mission one of the bloodiest of recent times. What will these African Union sacrifices amount to? All peacekeeping experts say the same thing, that peacekeepers are a way to buy time until a political process takes hold and alleviates the cause of the conflict. In Somalia, the political process seems as bleak as ever. The transitional federal government, Somalia's internationally recognized authority that the African Union protects, is a collection of corrupt politicians and warlords who are exceedingly unpopular. The government has yet to fix schools, open hospitals, or deliver services in just about all the neighborhoods the African Union has wrested away from the Shabab in battles that often cost dozens of lives 
for a few crumbling city blocks. 